0: I've booked a gig, I ha- well, I haven't, I haven't really booked a gig, but I didn't want to start the whole thing off saying I've maybe booked a gig, because if I started off saying i would maybe booked the gig, a gig, then it, would, uh, it wouldn't take us anywhere good, it would be shit, it would just be a shit way to start a thing, I might be doing something, like, so what happened was I was out, I was out in Dunoon, so I was, I was always seeing my friend out in Dunoon uh, with a couple of my other friends, there was a bit... While it's in my head, I'm going to tell you this, right? Because I thought it was funny. I said it to my good lady wife the other day, and she thought it was funny. Because she listened to my pod- one of my podcasts the other day, so she did. Because, um, well, she's she's as busy as I am, right? And she put it on, and she said, what she did say is, she, she said, You swear a lot. She said, You swear quite a lot. I didn't realise I swore a lot. But it turns out I do swear a lot. I've heard that a few times. I remember playing a thing in Kilmarnock years ago, and a guy had said to me, He said, He didn't say I swore a lot. He said, You're very broad. You're very broad, the way you speak. Which I've always thought was a bad thing. Because then no one would be able to understand understand what you, what you say. See, I think I do have two, as much as it pains me to admit this, I think I have got two accents. Like, I, the way I speak on this is not the way I speak on in real life. In real real life, I'm a, I'm a bit more wit and wan kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get a bit kind of... I don't know, it's just the way I speak... But I I, I am aware that if I don't slow it down a bit, then there's... Because there's sometimes I talk to Scottish people and they don't understand what I'm saying. Like, there's sometimes I talk to people who are from Scotland that look at me and go, what the fuck are you saying, man? I was playing a band years ago, right? And we were moving all, all the... They're like, oh. We were moving all the amps. We were moving all the amps around the room. And there was a big fucker, a big bass amp thing... And I was like that, just poo that word here. And the the guy I was with was like what? He's like, just poo it, just poo it here. He's like, fucking what? What are you saying? Poo, pull it, pull it over here. And they ripped the piss at me for fucking ages because I, instead of saying "pull," I say poo. There was another guy, I don't know if I've said this before. I might have said this. I don't know, I'll say it anyway. And if I have said it, sorry. And if, and if you, ha- and if I, ha- well, I definitely said it before at some point, but I don't know if I've said it on this. I was out with a guy, we the same band, we were out driving. And the guy that was driving us about was like, that. Are you, you're from Ayrshire? I was like, Yes. And he was like, Ken, do you ken Ken? And I was like, I don't fucking say Ken. And he's like, You do say Ken. I guarantee you say Ken. And then every time I said Ken over that week we were away, he was like, You just said it there. I didn't realise I said it. Say it. As much as I do. But I, I, a guy had told me I was really broad. But I don't think it matters as much now. I think it matters, mattered when... See, we were all watching Friends. I fucking hate Friends. I used to like Friends. Like, I used to think Friends was a palatable thing in the television, right? But now it's... I watch it back and it's fucking garbage. Like, I don't... I don't watch it because I think it's pish. Like, I don't think it's that particularly good. We, we've been watching, me and the good lady wife have been watching um, that 70s show. Because we watched that 90s show. That 90s show that was on Netflix. And it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. There was a lot of stuff in it. I was like, well, I'm not a 90s teenager. I'm a... A noughties. I'll be a noughties teenager. I was born in 86. So that would that would be... Aye, I, I, was, I was 14. It was 2000. 2000 was when I was 14, so I, yeah, I, I wasn't really a 90s kind of thing, it was all early 2000s, new Metal, Limp Bizkit, Buckaroo, Papa Roach, oh that shite, uh, I, well, to be fair, I, I tried listening to Limp Bizkit, and, uh, not Limp Bizkit, I still quite like them, uh, Papa Roach a wee while ago, and I was like, this is a fucking, I don't even think I really liked that at the time, I don't think I really even liked that stuff at the time, it was just all that all that was there and everybody was listening to it like that. There was a, Vice do a really good series, of wee small documentaries about um, hit songs and that Papa Roach one was Last Resort and they it's like a 20 minute, 25 minute thing. they done another one about um, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. That was really fucking good. Eiffel 65 Blue that song, that's an absolute stormer that's, that, that wee documentary is absolutely fucking brilliant And there was another one that was really good Wheatest Teenage Duck Bag. Wheatest Teenage bag that was class That was a really good one, so you should go watch them What the fuck was I talking about Am I way again? I'm going to t- have a, a, a wee sip I'm back on energy just folks, I'm back on energy just Just because I, I was out doing the big shot today Thursday's the day I go out in the morning And I do the big shot And it's getting more and more stressful Because every time I go out it seems to cost more and more fucking money so I bought a Red Bull, and I was like, "I'll have a Red Bull instead of a coffee today," and then we'll see what happens. What the fuck was I talking about? Music and that? I was in Dunoon. That was my. That was ages ago. I was talking about Dun. My my accent. The reason I don't think it, I, it matters as much now is because it used to be everything on the TV was American. Everything was American. There was very few things on where I heard my accent. Uh, Billy Conley was one of them Rab Nisbet, still game but it, like the majority of the things were American so you kind of even the bands were American do you know what I mean so like there, there was a bit where I think you kind of thought because of where you're from you would never be on the TV kind of thing I still think that exists now I still think there's some truth in that but who fucking watches TV anyway who fucking watches TV now but now with the with the internet you're Hearing every, you're hearing loads of accents And there's loads of people that I watch And people that I know That have a very different accent to me And they probably wouldn't have been understood Ten years ago Conor McGregor being a Classic example of that Like he is a fucking no, I, I'm not Irish so I can't tell you If it's a 100% an Irish accent There's probably someone from Ireland going Oh he fucking changed his accent Now it sounds fuck all Irish But I didn't do an Irish accent there Obviously Because I was out This is a true story I was out one time uh, and it was me and two other people One of them was Irish and the other one was English And we were all together and we were talking about it It wasn't a joke It wasn't like it was an Irishman or a Scotsman or an It wasn't one of those fucking things We were just talking and I started talking, we started to talk about things that we like, and one of the things was Father Ted. Because I fucking love Father Ted. So the next thing I know, we're doing the Father Ted thing, and I start doing an Irish accent where I hear you're a racist now, father. Like that, you can hear that. You can hear it. As soon as I say, I hear you, I hear you're a racist now, father, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And I think um the other person I was with looked at me like, What the fuck? You can't do you can't do Irish accents to people from Ireland. And then I was like, but about ten minutes ago, they were talking Scottish and taking the piss out of me. I don't think it really—it wasn't—it wasn't a place of hatred. It was just a fucking love. It was a place of love. I love father Ted, but apparently I don't know much about it. But the guy that wrote it—he's a bit of an idiot now. He's came out as a bit of a fucking, a bit of a maniac kind of thing. But uh, but because like Conor McGregor, the pa- Paddy Pimp Pimp Pimble, i can't say his second name. That guy. Like there's loads of people, and it's like they real accents, and I think now people are a bit more open to hearing. They can hear it more, they hear different ways of speaking and and now it's, people understand people a bit more. I had a dream about that last night. I dreamt about this last night. I dreamt last night that I, 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 I went on a holiday to America and I was in a coffee shop buying coffee. Maybe there was a pizza involved. I think there was a pizza involved. My mate told me a story one time, he went to New York, I've never been to New York, I've never been anywhere really, I've told that in another podcast, I'm going to start repeating the same pattern, Ken, Ken what I mean, the fucking, he went into a shop, a place in New York, a pizza shop, and he was like, can I get a pizza, and the guy was like, like a slice, and he was like, no, a pizza, and he was like, you want a whole pie, a whole pie, and my mate was like, aye, (laughs) and the guy came out and the thing was like a fucking table, it was like a bed sheet, this huge, big fucking box. And, and that's it. He said we were eating pizza out the mini fridge for the week. Like, that was, do you know what I mean? Like, they would buy a slice of pizza, whereas we, our pizzas are fucking totey. They're tiny compared to big American pizzas. But the dream last night was in America in a coffee shop, and I was talking to someone behind the counter going, I can't believe you can understand what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Which is funny. I think. Maybe. I don't know. But that was definitely a dream. What the fuck was I talking about? My broad accent. I was in Dunoon i missed a few things, my wife said, my good lady wife says I swear too much, not that I swear too much, she says I swear a lot, because seeing my other videos I've done and all that, I try and, I tone down the swearing because I was trying, I, I, my kids were watching it, but also, like my friends were watching it with their kids, so I was trying not to swear, which is why all these things are explicit content, because I talk about, I've talked about drugs on more than one occasion, and I uh, love and illegal stuff, and I swear, I swear like fuck In my real life I swear all the time I said shite in front of someone the other day And they and they looked at me like I was in the wrong I shouldn't be swearing I was in an office And they said something I goes, ah, it's a lot of shite And then, but she looked at me really like You can't say that I was like, but fucking in here I get kicked out of pub for swearing I get, I've i been kicked out of pubs for loads of fucking stuff But I remember getting kicked out of pubs for swearing That always fucking boggled me It wasn't like it was two o'clock in the afternoon Like it, it was like if there's anywhere you can swear If there's anywhere in the planet you can swear It should be 10 o'clock in a fucking Witherspoons Do you know what I mean? Like it should you can't, I don't understand getting kicked out of a fucking pub For swearing That's numerous times I've been booted at a pub for swearing One of the times I get kicked out of the pub for swearing I, uh, It was Christmas <laughs> It was Christmas And they'd wrapped up all these empty boxes as presents And I kicked them all out the front door I can- <laughs> <laughs> Steaming and raging I'll fucking swear if I want and starts booting all these things Out the way In fact I picked one up And I went round to the other pub And when I was going into that pub I was carrying this big box And I was pretending it was really heavy And I went up to the, the, the barmaid And I was like Can you put this behind the bar for me? Like And pure fucking Hoofed it up Like all my weight To get this up in the thing And she thought it was heavy And then she left it up it as dead light I thought it was hilarious But I don't think it it might not have been So I was in the noon That's where I was I was in the noon I'm going to tell you this Because my my good I don't know why I'm going to tell you this I'm just going to fucking tell you my, Me and my mate We're talking a lot of shite, Right And he had He went to pick something up And I noticed he had a little Pouch Like a wee pouch thing On his on his back Right A wee leather pouch And I was like What the fuck's that And he's like That's my, that's my leather man As if I'm an idiot that's my leatherman. I'm like, what the fuck's a leatherman? You don't know what a leatherman is? I like, no, I don't know what a leatherman is. What the fuck is a leatherman? And he's like, it's my knife. He's like, you carry a knife? He's like, aye. And he took it out, and it was like a, like a wee Swiss Army thing. Like there's done loads of stuff: compass, matches. I don't know what else I had on it, but I had a knife and a pair of pliers, kind of thing, and a bottle opener. And uh, so I started ripping the piss at him. I was like, that's that's you old now. That's us old. You're carrying about a leatherman. And he's like, it's fucking great. They're expensive, but they're fucking great. He uses it for his work all the time. And I was like alright Started trying to rip the hole out And then I got up To go for a drink And I put my purse on <laughs> And he's like the fuck's that you've got And I'm like That's oh, my purse And as soon as As <laughs> soon as I said that I was like I shouldn't be ripping the hole at Anybody for anything Like that I'm fucking carrying this Knapsack everywhere I go And he's like Where the fuck's that I've got a knife You're carrying about Your fucking keys and that And a purse I was like yeah I know But it fucking helps me It helps me get out of the house Do you know what I mean So And that was that joke It wasn't even a joke That's what the thing That here Right this is what I'm talking about So On the way back Through the noon My phone goes And it was someone saying I don't want to say Where it is And the date and stuff Because it's not firmed up yet I've not had anybody say Right that's definitely happening But they'd messaged me About a bit of They do a spoken word night And I looked at it And I was like Ah Fucking spoken word I don't do I don't do a spoken word. I've been in two situations where I've been pulled up to do spoken word stuff. Maybe it's even spoken word. One time I was playing a gig, it was in the arches, And I turned up and it was like a mix of everything. Everywhere I played was fucking pubs. It was the corner in a pub next to the pool table. That's where I played. Very rarely did I play on a stage where you were supposed to be playing. It was always fucking pubs. Eh... Uh, and this person had said to me, "We're doing this thing in the arches. Do you want to come and do it?" I was like, "I'll do that, yeah." And when I turned up, I didn't, I didn't realise at the time, but it was like a themed day, and there was loads of different things there. There was like poets, there was a interpretive, there was an t- interpretive dance person, there was like actors, there was authors who were reading stuff out of book, and the theme was sex. That was the theme. The theme was sex, and I remember going, "What the fuck am I going to do?" Like, where the fuck am I? I've not got fucking shagging songs. Like, I've not got songs like Barry White. Do you know what I mean? Like Marvin Gaye. Like, I fucking... Oh, man. My... I, I, I don't know anybody would want to make love to my music. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, made mad passionate Randy Shaggin to my music. <laughs> Macho man Randy Shaggin. Like, I can't imagine. So, and I was, what the fuck am I going to do? And then they put me on after the dance person who'd done, who done a dance about shagging. And I'm like, I don't know the fuck i am going to do. So I just got up and made something up. I just made shit up. Like, oh, this song's this songs about shagging. Who's going to turn around and go, no, it's not. I listen to those lyrics and they sound, nothing in there sounds like that. That was one time I get invited to these things. Another time I get invited to a thing and it was po- it was all po- that To this day, I still don't know why the fuck I was there. To this day, I still don't fucking know. And there was four poets and then me. And then the way they'd done it is they'd lined up us all on this fucking stage, on this thing. It wasn't a stage again, it was the corner of a pub, right? And we're in the corner of a pub, and everyone's taking a turn. They've all got books of poetry. So the first person gets up and reads a poem. And it's not that they got up, we were all in a line. We had to sit there while the rest of the people said poems, right? Which was fucking awkward enough as as it was. And so the first person says a poem, and then the next person goes... Ah, that, that was really interesting. I, I've got, a, I've actually got a poem in a similar, th- in a similar vein. And then they flip, flip through the book, and then they said a poem, and then it goes to the next person. Yeah, well, what you said there about the colour blue, I've actually got something, something quite deep about that, that particular shade of blue. And then fucking, and then it's it, it, so a four times, and then it gets to me, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, Johnny Cash wrote this, and I just fucking play a Johnny Cash song, kind of thing, because was I don't fucking know where I fit in. I woke up in a boat the next day. I don't, I remember that, like, I, I drank a bottle of mezcal with a guy, a guy came up to me after it, and he was like, that was really good, that song you wrote about, I'd done a song called David Jones, David Jones was a song I've got, right, and I'd done that song, and he said, that song was fucking great, I've got a boat, I was like, have you got a fucking boat mate? He's like, I've got a boat, and then, he was like, what do you want to drink? I was like, I ain't at all, and he was like, eh, do, you want a, do you want a mezcal? do you want I I don't know how we started talking about it, but it was the the worm, see the thing with the worm, tequila, I thought it was tequila, but it's not, it's mescal. and I said, uh, I don't know what it was, said, do you want a mescal? I was like, I'll have a mescal, aye, and I had a mescal with the guy, and then he said, we'll be getting, it was a full bottle, we'll get that worm, tonight, you'll be eating that worm, and I was like, right, I'll take your word for it, and that guy got me absolutely plastered on, on mezcal, and I woke up the next day, I woke up, in the middle of the night on a boat, and I remember getting up to try and find the toilet, and I stood in a squeeze box. Apparently, me and this guy were up all night. He's playing his squeeze box. This isn't a euphemism. This isn't. Like, there's not. There's not a bit in this. But the guy took me on a boat and had his dirty way with me. Like it, he was playing the squeeze box, and I was playing the guitar, and uh, I, I passed off the side of his boat because I couldn't find the toilet. That's a true story. But this person messaged me when I was in the boat back for the noon, right? about a spoken word thing. I was like, I don't do spoken word. And then they told me some of the other people that had done it, and I was like, well, they're not really spoken word. I was like, how long is it? And it, it's an hour. I said, like, I don't know if I could do an hour. I really don't know if I could do an hour. And they were like, well, I, I, I think you could... There's always this open mic night we do, and I was like, I don't want to do that. So, But I remember a couple of podcasts ago, a couple of podcasts ago, I said about the uh, Three Stories Three songs, I had this thing in my head where I've got three songs that I've written and I've got three songs, three stories about those songs. So when this happened, I was like, I could probably, probably do half an hour and then busk my way through a couple of other songs to make it 45 minutes. And if I can get the 45 minutes, I guarantee at some point I'll hit a story about a Leatherman knife, which I'm thinking about buying. But he said there was another one that you should get, it begins with a G. He said, you should get that. Because every wee knife I've bought, every wee kind of tool thing is fucking broken in 10 minutes. And he's like, It's because they're shite. What you want to do is you want to get one of these bad boys. Uh, Because he opened up my beer with a bottle opener. So he did on his knife. And that sold me. I was like, fucking look at that. I'd been opening my bottles of beer with my belt. I've got a belt that's, uh, I think it's Element. I think it's an Element belt. And there's a bit in the back of it so you can open your beers. Kind of thing. Because it's a skateboard, make. And that's the most important thing when you skate, is to have a way to open beverages. Do you know what I mean? That was the first beer I'd had in ages because I've been properly off it. In fact, that's a lie. No how I don't know if, if I did say this. I don't know if I did say this because there's a so there's a podcast I done that I don't know if it will ever see the light of day. There's one that I done I might I'm gonna watch it today and I'm gonna make up my mind whether or not it's, I'm gonna put it out because I go into some stuff. I hit a vein and it's I, I don't know if it's a great I wasn't doing particularly good that couple of weeks, it wasn't a great couple of weeks, so there's a bit where, uh, sorry, I've been pure put off here, I don't know if you can hear this, but someone's out there sawn, and it pure took me off my, this is how easily distracted I am, a loud noise happens, and I'm like, I fucking totally forget what I'm saying, Uh, what was I saying, there's a podcast that I don't think will ever see the light of day, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, my car broke down, my car broke down a wee while ago, I'm not going to put I'm not even going to tell you what happened because I might be putting this out. I don't know. I'm going to watch it today and I'm going to make my mind up. This has happened before, but I've never actually never put it out. I've never filmed one and then said, oh, I'm not putting that out. But this one might be. You might have heard it already. Fuck knows. But I, I was out. Because my car had broke, I was getting to train to places, which was great because i seen hundreds of things that I don't usually see. There was loads of spots. There was loads of bits. I was like, oh, there's a fucking bit there. And I was on my phone dropping pins just dropping pins at bits where I thought right so I'll see if, how how do I get to this bit um, and it was in a pub I was meeting the person in a pub I was, it was about painting the side of a thing near a pub or on a pub and as soon as I walked in I just walked up and I was like painting a Heineken and that was it I, and, I start, and I was like and I haven't had a beer for fucking ages I haven't had a beer but all it took was for me to get the train one place to go you could get fucking steaming you could get you could get fucking leathered so you could and that was that was it. That was it. I can't believe how much a fucking driving somewhere holds my shit together. Like seriously. And uh, as soon as I finished that one and we ha- had our meeting, because it was the pub where I was might be painting, they were like, Do you want another one? I was like, I'll have another one. And then by the time I'd finished that I was like, You could have you could have three. You could you could definitely have three and I was looking at my watch going, There's trains every half hour. You could be here at half four, and you'd still be home for five, and I'd be, I'd be, I, I, but I stopped at two, I peeled myself away at two, but then when I was away with my friends, the the beer came out, and I don't usually, because I, I don't like the way it makes me, f- it's not that I don't like the way it makes me feel, sometimes I have too much and I turn into an arsehole, right, but that's maybe a one in ten thing. The more I do it, the more likely it becomes, right? The more the more I drink, the more likely it becomes that I, I turn into an arsehole. At one point, it was probably a fifty, a ninety ten chance. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like uh, one in every ten drinkings, I would be nice and polite. But the, it's the next day. It's the next day, and and it, and I get the fear really bad. I get the the fear really really bad. Like, what are you gonna do with your life? You're going to amount to nothing. You're never going to be able to pay your mortgage. What about your council tax? The shopping's went up. Like, that's... It's, seriously, that that's where I go. And that's the reason why I don't drink now as much. Because, like, I'd, I would drink... Like, know how the you get to a point where it's like... You maybe drink at the weekend. You'll have a beer on Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then maybe have a red wine with your dinner on the Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Like and that's half your week and that was making me feel fucking awful so it was and, and the fear was bleeding into my three sober days and that's the point where I was like I'm not doing this anymore man the fear's too great it's too it's too big now to deal with it so I don't I don't do it but i done it then and then Nelly, Nelly bought a really expensive knife to replace my really fucking cheap belt that I got on a, a sale <laughs> so I could open the one beer that I have every fucking six months Anyway, I don't usually do the spoken word thing, but when they'd said about it, I was like, I think I could maybe do that. Like, because I have said for a while, and I've got the songs. Like, I know the three songs that I would do and the story about them. I could tell you the names of the songs. One of them's, eh, uh, Bottom of the Bottle. There we fucking go. That's how much I used to drink. I would write songs about it. Other people were writing songs about shagging, and I was writing songs about drinking. That's, that's how much I fucking loved it. The bottom of the bottom would be one I've got a really good story about that one I think oh I think it's a good story then another song that I never released under the moniker of the fucking hell here we go you're getting into the history the history if you're interested I never released this under the moniker of Tragic O'Hara I was in a band called Dudge, and it was a song I'd written called Scared to Death so there's a story about that song and then I was going to do that Lizards on the Moon song that I was talking about but then I've got like another couple of new songs that I haven't played before, and I've got stories about them. So I think I'd be able to do. I think I'd be able to do forty minutes and just talk shite in between it and sing some songs. And and I said yeah, I said yeah when I had the fear. I said yeah, yeah, and I just kept messaging back like every so often I'd let it sink in and then I'd message back and then next thing I know I've I've agreed to do this thing and and the person was like we'll get the the booker or whatever to message you and we'll and we'll firm it up. Uh, if it's definitely going to happen, so I was like, right, okay, so then, um, then I started to get excited about it, then I started to get a bit, I was like, what the fuck have you done, but then I started to get a bit like, no, this is what you want to do, I've been saying this, let me take a drink, I've been saying this for fucking ages, sorry for swearing, fucking ages, I've been saying this, like, I've been saying I want to do stand-up, I want to do this, I want to do that. And this person had seen me at Yardbox the year before and had said, would you like to do this? So I don't know if they've seen my podcast, I don't know if they've seen what I've been doing online, I don't know. But it, it was making me go, I think I could, I definitely want to do this. And uh, I'm a big, be- a big believer that sometimes when the opportunity comes along, you should just take it. You shouldn't question it too much. You should just say yes. If there's, even if there's a tiny wee bit of you that's excited, even if it's just the tiniest wee bit and the rest of you is full of doubt, you should still say yes. You should still say yes and make yourself do it. Cause, and then the thing is, as soon as i done that, sorry, I've got an itchy ear, I washed my hair. So I did. I washed my hair. I need to get it cut. I usually wash my hair. I don't want to tell you that I haven't. Like, I don't wash my hair. It turns out I've been washing my hair wrong turns out I've been washing my hair wrong for years. Uh, my good lady wife told me I've been washing my hair wrong for years. I always thought that the lather, rinse, repeat was just a marketing ploy to sell more shampoo. <laughs> I I genuinely thought that they were in a, a board meeting one day and they went, the shampoo sales are down. What can we do to make sure people use more shampoo? And someone said, lather, rinse, repeat. We should tell them they need to wash their hair twice. And the boardroom went, that's, you have fucking cracked it. And, and basically I imagined that this person retired off that, say three words, ladder, rinse, repeat. And then got on with the rest of their life and basically live in some fucking mad country manner now. But as it turns out, right, you have to wash it with a little bit of shampoo first. This is going to make me sound like a pure jakey, right? But, like, you, you have to wash it with a little bit of shampoo first and break down the oils and the grease and the dirt. And then shampoo it properly. And then condition. I, I need to get it cut. It's really, really long. It's, like, right past my... I sent a picture to my friend the other day. I mean, sitting in the bed with my shirt off, with my hair covering my nipples. And I was like, ah, for my OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm starting to take photos for my OnlyFans. Uh, so my ear was itchy because there was hair in it, like my head hair, not actual hairy ears, I've not suffered from that yet I don't think, I've got a bit of hairy nose going on, like there's, every so often there's a bit of, well I thought it was only recently, I thought it was only recently I was getting stray hairs out my nose, but I'd said I was shaving my ha- face and I was trimming my, my nose with the, the, a nose trimmer, so I did a, I got a voucher for my Christmas and I was I'm going to buy a nose trimmer and I bought a nose trimmer and I was trimming my nose and my eldest came in, he was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm trimming my nose here." He says, it started to get really long recently. And he was like, it's always been long. <laughs> You've always had long nose hair. And I was like, thanks for fucking letting me know, prick. Like, you could have you fucking told me. You could have told me. Anyway, so I've booked, I, I potentially have booked a gig, right? But I haven't heard back yet. I haven't heard back from anyone yet to find out if it's actually happening, okay? Uh, but I'm going to send an email tomorrow if i don't hear back because it's kind of soonish and i'd like to be able to tell people that it's there and if it's not going to happen i'm going to put it out and i'm going to get one because i'm too excited about it now there's a wee bit of me that's excited about it and i started looking through my old books and looking at songs and thinking about how i could piece this thing together uh, and i did when i when i said on the, the pod, one of the podcasts i don't know what number it was it might have been 4 it might have been episode four that I'd said about the three stories, three songs thing. Uh, I, I, and I said if anybody wants to go, ping me a message and I got I, I got messages from people saying I would go to that. So i was like, right, okay. And that kind of let the that let the bit settle in my head. Because my biggest bone of contention was was Did you hear the broadness there? Was, Did you hear the broadness? The my biggest bone of contention was I don't even know if that's the right phrase to use here but see when I was playing gigs I was always contending with beer so whenever I was playing in the corner of the pub I was playing my own songs but you're always fighting with the drink because people are there to drink and I remember one of my friends saying this is shite, nobody's listening to us and I was like I know but you've got to remember you're an afterthought here the people that have came here they came to drink they didn't come here to hear music and it was very few gigs I played where people did go to hear music, they were there to drink. Do you know what I mean? So if I am going to do the thing and I'm going to talk more, and I'm going to tell stories and play some songs and kind of do that sort of thing, I would like people there to understand the concept. Do you know what I mean? Rather than walking into a room for full... because if I don't stand up, if I don't stand up, I'd only do five minutes and I'd tell a story. I'd tell one story from beginning to end with trying my best not to get distracted by stuff. But if I get distracted and go somewhere else, that's just what fucking happens. But when they, when you, if I was doing stand-up, I'd be in a place where people knew they were going to see stand-up. So you've almost trained everybody when they come through the door. And this is the format. Whereas when you're playing in a pub, people don't know the format. It just goes a bit fucking chaotic. But if this is a spoken word thing that's happened on more than one occasion, then if there's returning people they might know, They would they would know we listen to the person but i would still like people there who know what it is i'm trying to do which is i was talking to a guy about it yesterday i was out at a meeting about another wall and i was talking about what i was thinking about doing and he said it sounds a bit like billy conley and i was like it is it, it, it pretty much is like billy conley it, it sound, talk about shite see if you do a couple of songs talk about a bit shite a couple of songs like that's kinda what, what it what it is like that is what it is I don't think you can be I don't think you can be Scottish I don't think you can be Scottish and not have a bit of the Billy Connolly in you like I don't think you can I don't think you can do it I don't think you can say I want to do stand up I would like to get up on stage and talk and make people laugh and then someone turn around and go what a bit like Billy Connolly and you go who <laughs> Who Billy Connolly? What does he do? Like obviously, there's going to be a bit of the Billy Connolly because it's kind of ingrained in you. I mean, I love the guy. I really do. I fucking adore the guy. He's just it's one of the he's one of those things. Like I've said this before. I'm, sometimes things are a bit too Scottish for me. Sometimes they're a bit too biscuit tin, and uh, and and he's always been the staple for me. But it's like no you can be Scottish, but not be fucking Scottish, do you know what I am like that, just the same fucking shite, like, you can be your own person, but still be Scottish, you don't need to get up with a fucking kilt, and all that, I don't like all that shite, I'm not into it, see, if you're into it, fill, fill your boots, fill thy fucking boots, but it's just not for me, all that stuff, Highland Coos and all that, I just don't fucking get it, I really don't fucking get it, um, Probably because I watched too much Friends and was Americanized for years. I suppose if all I ever seen was Highland coos, I'd be like, oh, I fucking love Highland coos. Highland coo after me. But I, I, I'm not. I can't really be. They don't do much, do they? They don't fucking do much. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Do you milk a Highland coo? Do they make jumpers? Like, what do you do? Do you shave them and make jumpers? Do people eat them? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, know how you get Aberdeen Angus steak? That's a type of cow. Is it hairy? Is it like a Highland cow? What the fuck is a Highland cow for? What does it do? <laughs> it is just, a, but that's a very human way of thinking about a Highland cow. That's a very human thing. What do you do? What purpose does this fucking serve? It was just, it was there before we decided to do something with it, but I don't know what, what it does now. Is it like I've got Highland, come around and see my Highland cows. Like, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand it. Maybe somebody could tell me or not, I I don't really care, that's not what I'm here to fucking talk about, (laughs) that's not what I'm here to talk about, anyway, I'm going to book a gig, I don't know if it is actually fucking booked, right, but I'm going to book a gig, so when I do know if this one's happening, I I, I will announce it on all my social channels, at Tragicohara. if you're not already on them, right, if I am, if this gig doesn't turn out to be the one, I will book a gig, and in saying that, if there's anyone out there right now that's listening to this, that says, oh, you could maybe go in here. or you, I've got a space here or something. There's one I'm thinking about anyway. But if anyone knows anything, send me a message. Pure burping again. There is obviously a fucking, a direct link between this stuff and my, my uh, what, what do you call that? It's not flatulence. Flatulence is the other end. What's the stuff that comes... Bops. That will fucking do. I don't need to go into the science of it. The if anyone knows a thing, let me know. It needs to be the right place. It needs to be the right feeling, and this had the right feeling. If it doesn't come up, it's not the fucking thing. But if it does, I'm going to book something, and I will talk about it on here first, and then I will release it onto my social channels to tell people this is what I'm doing. But it's definitely going to happen. I'm definitely doing it. I tell you, I bought a guitar because I don't even have a fucking guitar anymore. Like I bought an electro acoustic guitar. I bought a twelve string. I bought a 12-string electro-acoustic guitar and I started to teach myself. Right, see, as soon as you come off this, what you need to do is you need to go to YouTube if you haven't seen this. Go to YouTube and type in, hear my trainer coming, Jimi Hendrix, right? Now, I think, I think they were filming the video for The Wind Cries Mary, I think. And he got an acoustic guitar, a 12-string acoustic guitar, and he starts playing the song, right? He starts playing this song, plays this intro. And then about 30 seconds into it, he's like that. No, 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 no. Let me start again. Let me start again. And he plays the whole song again, but with a different intro. Right? And I remember seeing this and going, holy fucking Lord, Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, B- Buddha. Like, I, I don't understand. This is fucking amazing. This guy, just, that he should be doing this. This is what he should be doing go and listen to that. So I started to teach myself how to do that because that was one of the reasons why I started playing blues music was that song. So after you come off this, if you've never heard it, put that on. And then if you've got more time, put in Sonny Boy Williamson Bye Bye Bird live. Put that in and thank me later, right? And if you're not into that sort of stuff, fucking have a quiet word with yourself. You should probably stop watching Love Island. And on that note, thank you very much for your time because it's the most important thing you've got and I'll catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.